Live from the two-man happy hour world headquarters in historic downtown Erie, Pennsylvania, it's live music chat with Nat the Hat. And here's your host, Nat the Hat. Oh. Hey, there's Nat. How about my outfit today for the show? She's she's very sparkly. Very she? nice. <laughs> I like <Yes>. sparkles. <laughs> Well, welcome everybody to the live music chat. Joining me is my two-man happy hour, King Jack Stevenson. Hello, Nat. Jack, 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 and our mound of sound. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> going to have to get to the gym a little bit. There could be a smaller mound of sound. Brian Waller for, from Wild Sound Productions. <laughs> Great to be here. This is podcast number six. It is our Legends and Heroes show. Oh, uh, nice. nice one, Brian. It took him five podcasts. And he's got it. <laughs> and our legend is Dr. Rock, Dave Richards. He is here on the show. Exciting stuff. And you know, April is Autism Awareness Month, and our hero for the cause, Tito DeWolf. Wow. Great guest. Yes. Our music today will be provided by Tito as we talk about his awesome album, Everybody Needs a Friend. Right, Jack? Uh, yes. Everybody needs a friend. Every, even me. And we have a throwback Thursday tune from Here No Evil. Oh, my. And also something from Jeff Vetterman. Awesome stuff. Correct. Well, let's chat about the music scene in the 814 last weekend. Right on, man. Do we have any skinny to yeah, talk about, Jack? We had, okay. uh, yeah, we had a good uh, Friday. I played a Friday and uh, over at, and it was gorgeous, at Ugly Tuna. It was a you know, great on, night when the job. weather's nice, they do the, sh- the shows outside. Oh, Tito plays there. Um, mm-hmm. They do the shows outside, and it was beautiful. It was seventies. There was zero humidity and zero bugs. It was too early in the year. Zero bugs. Oh, That's man, the that best part. Great. Zero bugs. Yes. That's the best part. So that was Friday, and yep. then Saturday, I uh, kind of came down to the studio to uh, tinker around here a little bit. Connie was out with the gals playing bingo. So I was kind of bachelor day. So started here at the studio, but as I promised from last week's show, I went and saw uh, Preston. I started with Preston at Big Bar. Isn't there a picture? Of, <laughs> There's a picture of you. There's a picture of a picture. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. always. So Preston captures me taking a picture of him. All right. Yep. So yep. Uh, went there, then went out to the Oasis with Chris and Julie Moore playing acoustics. And there, remember, they're my friends that I was telling you about that they do next to you on QLN. We got to have them as a guest on the show. So we've talked about that. Yes. Went and let's saw them. Fantastic musicians. They're also in Tennessee Back Porch. Uh, then I went to see this group. <laughs> at the Sportsman's Club. Would that be Nat and the that Mad Hatters? That was Nat and the Mad Hatters, and Nat, you guys were awesome. Thank you, Jack. It was Appreciate a great, you. It was a great, just fun the whole way through. Yes, thanks. So after that, went over to Altered State Distillery, where I ran, Dave Richards was telling me about this, I ran into, it was Ron Yaros' 50th birthday. Happy birthday. So they had... <laughs> Uh, at one of the fire companies, they had the 50th party for Ron. And afterwards, they cruised on down to Altered State, where Eric Brewer and friends played. Nice. And uh, so, uh, wish happy birthday to Ron. We missed it, but happy birthday. Happy birthday right to on. you. And then over to the Raskeller, where we got Twisted Lid. Talk to me about Twisted Lid. Twisted Lid is a great, fun time party band. You got to go out and see them sometime. They're just classic rock. They're great guys. And uh, it's just a fun. Everybody has a great time when they see Twisted Lid. I love working with those guys, too. Yeah. They're great. Fantastic. Was was Rats your last star? No, no, my gosh. No, no, no. And so (laughs) we then made it to. Then after that, we made it to. French Quarters, Josh. Remember that's, I said oh, I had yeah. to right, transverse right. the city. So I made it to Josh, got a photo there. Theory of evolution. Theory of evolution. Right. That put me, because they were till midnight, that put me. Um, At a point nine. <laughs> <laughs> that is not so, any kind of admission and will not hold up in court. Anyway. Oh, no, we'll just so, get Fran Clemenzik to help you I out. Still had to, <laughs> hey, we said Fran. <laughs> Well, I still had time okay. to uh, catch uh, Hell's Bells. They were at South Theory, so Jeff Crock and the gang saw them. Hey, and ca- did you see the motorcycle? I did. 
That yeah. that was freaking awesome. Yeah. They yeah. did. Okay. So I, I didn't make that show. I really kind of wanted to, but it was kind of late. But they did like a three band show, but it was all the same band. It was Krankenstein. And then they had made some kind of deal with the bartender that if they did a Judas Priest set, he'd ride his motorcycle in the building. Yeah, so did. they did a Judas Priest and set. Did. Oh, and there's pictures of it on Facebook, like you know. And they bring like they brought the big wall of marshals, and they had yeah. the lighting and oh. everything. It looked amazing. South Theory rocks. I'm cool. so glad they're having music again. Yeah, that's yes, a, and uh, the uh, stage is a great yeah. stage it, to it, play it, on. It's a real stage in, in like as as a production guy. Like doing the lighting and stuff is a lot easier there because there's actually places to put yeah. it. Right now, if we do if we do a Nat in the Mad Hatters and me and the Barry Treasure Band or Johnny Karate, we should go see if we can do it at South South Perry. And, and I'll bring lots Perfect. of fog like I did last time. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> Jack was you like, kill the fog. Please stop using the fog. First off, first off, you guys don't need any fog <laughs> for anything. Trust me. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's do you know, Jack. Let's look at Thursday. What's going on tonight? Oh, wait, 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 I forgot Uh-oh. one. Forgot one. After Hell's Bells, we hit Dan Bainey and the gang. Dan's going to send a song along, so we're going to play one of his songs coming up. And uh, we hit Dan Bainey at um, the Sunflower Club, and that was my Saturday. That was Saturday? You exhaust me. Oh, where was I Saturday? Oh, I was at... You were at the show. I was at the show. I got him tickets for Cirque with the symphony. And it was awesome. My daughter and I absolutely loved Loved it. Loved it, yeah. Very cool. All right, well, let's talk about Thursday's gigs. Which are, is the hookah doing their thing across the street? The hookah <laughs> is going on at the. All right, so here's what we go. The hookah's right, going go. on you know, at the open mic. Across the street, we have the smoke <laughs> shop and we have the Casablanca hookah. Uh, gotcha. And so we, the, the two man happy hour world headquarters, keeps a vigilant eye on. The stores are crap, but it's a great time. They're really great. I've been over to both places. They're really, really nice. Anyway, Thursday gigs. We're looking at at the 1020 Collective on uh, 1020 Holland is an open mic hosted by Anthony Carson. That starts at 7 p.m. Then right across the street, Casablanca Hookah Lounge, open mic night at 7 p.m. At the City Gallery. Okay, we've got, uh, we played a song of his a couple weeks ago. Uh, Steve Trahosky, Sticks Thompson, and Mike Russo, 630, doing songs for a beagle. Okay. Um, Colony Pub and Grill, Denny and Heather Acoustics at 6 p.m. And finally. Again, we have not been invited, <laughs> darling, yeah, to the no, Cockwood Club. You know what? Christians, Why? They would sign us in. <laughs> at the Cockwood Club, Chris and Julie Moore from Tennessee Back Porch. They're playing at 530. It is a members and guests, so uh, try to make friends with a member. <laughs> Jack, I've been trying since we started the show. That I almost still sounds can't dirty. Find. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, let's talk about the first song we have uh, uh, yeah. on tap, and it's from Jeff Betterman. <clears throat> yeah. Do you yes. want to talk about that one, Jack? Yeah, it's called Bottle Full of Blues. Right. And do you have notes over there? I have. Well, okay. Jeff is going to be playing, first off, uh, and I'm sure he'll do this tune. It's, uh, he had an award-winning blues album. That's yes. Called. And uh, so um, Jeff is playing this Saturday at uh, K&D's out in Albion. Uh, great little venue there. I played there acoustically. We're going to, I think the, the Johnny Karate gang are going to play out there sometime. Uh, so he's there. And then he's down in Pittsburgh um, Sunday for uh, this blues competition where oh. he gets the whole band together. And he, Jeff is a really, really hard-working blues guy. Yeah. Uh, and he supports all – when he's not playing, I, he could – I'd see him at four or five shows. He does what I do. He goes out and sees all the groups. Well, we wish him much luck on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Man, that would be awesome. That's a competition. Come back. Come back the winner, Jeff. Come <laughs> home the winner. You got it, Jeff. Awesome.
All right, and that was Jeff Fetterman with Bottleful of Blues off of the self or same titled album rather that came out in 2015 of course available on youtube spotify and you can buy cds on jefffetterman.com nice. the whole album's good it was up for arima i remember back in the day it was up for arima for that so it was a great album well jeff best wishes this weekend in the burg good luck buddy yes come back and then and then he can bring his trophy to our show then <laughs> <laughs> hey, we could keep it here at the studio i don't think he'll let that happen no, maybe not well, you know, our first guest on the live music chat as our legend is Dave Richards. And how funny is this? You know, he's Dr. Rock, of course. He is Dr. Rock. He comes Rock. walking in and has a shirt on that says, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Woo! David, uh, welcome. It's so nice to see you. Thank you. Thanks for uh, thinking of me. I appreciate it. You know, I, I got to tell you, I did a little, I did a little background because I've been out of town for a good many years. Whatever it takes, Nat. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks. I just didn't forget. You did a, you did a background check on me. <laughs> hey, how much did you have to pay for that? Because they keep. Like yeah, it's like $2.50. But, you know, the last column in the showcase was November of 2018, correct? I believe so. 18? Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. After, after I left full-time, retired in 16, they asked me within a month to please come back and write on local music. So I did that for a couple more years before I... You said you had enough. Took off for good, yes. Well, my favorite line... Is his uh, and I have to quote you, David. You say the Rolling Stones will roll onward in 2019. Recently announcing a summer U.S. tour. It's crazy to believe, but they've outlasted me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and they're still going. So. Yes, they are. I saw them in Pittsburgh. They did a great. It was right after, unfortunately, Charlie passed, and yeah. uh, they rolled on. 31 and a half years as the Doc of Rock. So we're going back to 1984. Correct. I was just coming out of college. Yeah, in 84. Hmm. And uh, as I can see, well, you know what? You talked about, as I read on, about Norbs, the Bedrocks. Tell me how things got started for you, David. As far as... uh Coming to Erie, you mean? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Are you a Chi-Town boy? Are you a Chicago boy? Or? Uh, yes, I grew up in the uh, Chicago area. Yeah. And uh, worked at a kind of a cruddy twice-a-week paper outside of Chicago. <laughs> it was, was my first <laughs> real journalism job. They hey. didn't have a, a wire copy or anything like that. What was, was the name local. of that? I'm going to be there next week. Uh, th- that paper? Uh-huh. Uh, it was called The Star. The, the Star. Star. Yeah, it was a chain of suburban papers Uh from north to the west to the south side. Mine was on the south side of Chicago. Ooh, nice. 30 miles south, Chicago Heights it was based out of. And uh, that's where I actually created Dr. Rock was at, at that newspaper. Oh, wow. interesting. Yes. Boy, I'd like to get one of those columns. On the south side <laughs> I will of look. Chicago. In, in the baddest part of town. Dr. Rock is yeah. there. <laughs> telling who's playing everywhere. <laughs> Nice job, Jack. So then, when did you bring your boat to Erie? It was in May of uh, 84. That's when I started, at the end of May. At the Times. Uh, yes, yes. And wow. they, they brought me in to write both sports, but also showcase. And that's what led me to come here. Because you couldn't find many papers where you could do both. It's like, wow, I can not only cover sports and baseball and football and have fun, but then go out and, and cover music as well. Very oh, what cool. A great, yeah, what a great Very position. cool. Dream job, dream, dream yeah. job. Absolutely. And a dream job for a good many years until, like, radio and other entities that things go away. It's a shame to say. Right, David? Uh, they do. Things change, and uh, they, they have changed. But I was there for the glory years, I believe. I oh. Mean, it was, oh. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't wait for the showcase to come out. That you know, was it. Yeah. Like, you know, I was a theater girl down at Gannon, so they would... You know, we would have people, uh, you know, uh, critique our shows. So we would stay up all night long to grab that showcase. Yeah. You know, to see Everybody. what they thought of the show. As, a, was, as yeah. a musician, we all put our gigs in. Right. I mean, we had a, you had a nice, easy way to do it. <laughs> I remember calling on the phone when we used to have to leave a message, remember? Oh, I yeah. Can probably yeah. The only yeah. Time. Can I share a Dr. Rock story real fast here? Yes, sure, Tito. Tito. Come on uh, in. So I remember being eight, this is my perspective with Dr. Rock. I remember being like 18 years old, 
we had an uh, original band called Tito and Swan. And we I remember that. Kind of yeah. Brash, <laughs> punky kind of, slightly risque stuff. And I remember talking to you, and he gave me all the respect in the world when he didn't have to. I've never forgotten it. Aww. It meant the world to, to us. I mean, he, 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 ex- he interviewed us like we were some major band, and we were 18 years old and singing about... Things I can't mention here. Oh, so oh you, you can. You sure it, can. You sure can mention it. Let's toast no. to Doctor Rock. It was yes. to Doctor Rock. All right. Well, thank you. It was exciting though, Tito. It really was exciting. Like, because Dave, you've called me. It was like uh, Bob Dylan turns fifty or something. You called me up, and I'm like, oh my god, Doctor Rock called me up. He wants to know my opinion sure. on Bob Dylan. And I remember that it was just an exciting thing. Yeah. yeah. How about some memorable bars? You know, I I know that you've talked about Norbs and of course Sherlock's. Sherlock, yeah. Uh, Sherlock. But uh, uh, well, Norbs holds a, a special place for me because I I moved to Erie on a Wednesday and uh, you know Kevin Cuneo hired me and of course his younger brother is Jimmy Cuneo who's played in countless Erie sure local sure. legendary bands. Yeah. And I remember talking to Jimmy. So where do I go to hear like some good music this weekend? Because I had just arrived and he said, "Well, go to Norbs on Friday," and that's where the Bedrocks play. And uh, yeah. they just blew me away with their, their original music. And so I was like, boy, did I pick the right city? Nat, they blew him away so much that on his retirement show, we got the Bedrocks to come back to come and play. In. Yeah, that reunion. was one of the ones you requested. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I love the, the Bedrocks. And later they kind of morphed into the Shrugs and they played oh, yeah. yes. Garage Rock and Roll. Remember the Weathermen? The Weathermen as well. Oh, yes. that, that was a great band, too. I remember yeah. for, for uh, one year, I had a, I can't remember what the occasion was, a birthday or anniversary, but rented one of those parks like Paderewski you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the dogs came out. I think it was the last time the dogs ever played, talked to them into, into playing. And Bedrocks played and the Shrugs, all, you know. Oh. Every how- band I asked, would you please play? And oh, sure, sure. And they all. Well, they all yeah, owed you. Up every, yes, yeah. They all owed Everybody. you for they still the word you, David. You know what? You need to have a a, a uh, like a, a retirement anniversary party. I felt and then I wasn't able to book a whole bunch more bands. That would be that would be fun. That would be fun. That'd be a good time. I'll do sound. Come right out of retirement, <laughs> David. Come right out. No, of no, retirement. not not come out of retirement. Have an anniversary of his retirement. What what is what's the date there? We could start talking about this. Uh, what was the was date January, of January his... Sunday, January thirty first? Oh, it's got to be indoors. <laughs> Sher- oh yeah, it was at Sherlock's. <laughs> right, right, it was at Sherlock's. We kind of came in and we it put together. Who was all at the show? Here's all, I'll tell you who who was at the show. So Jackson Station did a sound check. And then we had, and I'm not sure what the order was, 100%, Dave, but I'm just naming them. We had the Bedrocks. We had the Shrugs. We had the Blues Beaters. Oh, nice. Uh, Ron Yaros in the vehicle. That's the second mm-hmm. time we mentioned Ron. Eric Brewer and Friends, who also was playing this past weekend. Rick in the Roadhouse Rockers and, and Daybreak Radio. I forgot about Daybreak Radio. God, I... Um, Tyler Smiley Band. Yeah. 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 That was that's Tyler's a, that's band, a lot wasn't it? Of, and then there were a few other musicians who wanted to play, who came up and got on and stage just jammed. Anyway and played, yeah, and jammed and played anyway. So yeah, we was, put a lot of amps up. We put a lot of guitars up. <laughs> By the time did it, it look like end, a music store? Dave and I were up at Ben's office, pretty much <laughs> passed out. <laughs> what well, started? It started at like. Noon or one. It was an early, early start. Well, to fit everybody in that wanted to oh, play. Oh, it have to be. Yeah. So, yeah. And and who, who was Pest doing sound? Was Mike doing sound then? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, it, yeah, probably was Mike. We'd have to find out. So, David, you have met some incredible people in your life. Incredible artists. Who would you say would be the most incredible artist you interviewed, hung out with? Oh boy, that's... You got That's a lot tough. on your list. There, there's a, there's a lot on my list, but uh, uh, a couple was um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like from the start, I was a big supporter of them and wrote like a lot of stories. So at yeah. one point, they started calling me and would say, "Hey, we have uh, an exhibit coming up on on this artist. You want to come up and and talk to them?" And I, and I would say, "Sure." And one of them was the Doors. Well, I didn't oh. I didn't realize till I got there, but it was just me. And Ray Manzarek and Robbie oh. Krieger sitting together. Holy wow. cow. Yeah. You know, and so to have like Ray Manzarek, like 
recalling the first time he met Jim Morrison coming up to him on the beach saying, you know, that what a we want to start a band together. Yeah, I didn't realize there was going to be an interview like that. And then the same thing happened uh, later when they didn't exhibit on The Clash, you know. So, oh, that would be. So to be sitting down with Mick Jones of The Clash and have him offer me a, a beer. Wow. I, he said, would you like a Heineken, Dave? You know, I'm, just, I'm like, sure. I mean, I was... I was just beside myself. You know? How about how about a big artist here in Erie? What would you say? Uh, as, as far as national artists, you mean? Yes. That I met? Yes. Uh, well, when the Monkees did their reunion, their first oh, reunion tour. I love tour, the Monkees. You know, nobody knew if that was going to be a hit or not. It was 20 years since the show. So, sure. you know, Erie was always this test market. So it's like, let's right. try out yeah. the Monkees in Erie. So we were like the third date on the, on the tour. And, of course, it had sold out instantly and you know, later that summer, they would be selling out Blossom and places like Holy that. Cow. But, uh, yeah, I got yeah. to meet the monkeys after, <laughs> after the show. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, Brian, Brian is very jealous. Brian I remember, cannot even believe can, it. Can He's I a touch huge you? monkeys fan. <laughs> well, I He's a legend. Uh, that, would have been, that would have been the, the album Pull It. That's the uh, one that came out in the 80s. Yeah. And uh, Davy Jones was so much smaller than I even imagined. I mean, he was just tiny. He, he was my favorite. Yeah. He was adorable. He was, Davey was adorable. Cute as a button. I think Mickey Dolenz is still out there. He, he, he's the only he is, one that the is still one, yeah. alive. Davy Jones's mullet back then was like halfway down his back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one, Brian. You are on it today. Now, David. <laughs> David, what does Dr. Rock do in retirement now? What are you up to these days? Well, I'm just uh, like traveling, like getting around. I mean, since I retired, I've been to Hawaii and Colorado and Florida, different places. That's one of the things I always wanted to do was just to get around and see a lot of places. Of course, I still catch some uh, occasional concerts when I can. Right. Uh, Believe it or not, I'm going to Pittsburgh in August to see Pink. Oh, 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 you will love Pink. How about that? She is awesome. Well, Brandy Carlisle's opening, so that was like the clincher for me. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's great. So and, just... and I'm, I'm going to go see uh, Allison Krauss and Robert Plant at uh, Blossom at the end. Oh, of, that should be an awesome show at the end of June. Yeah, great. Oh, I got to see Robert Plant once. Like, I, I talked the paper into letting me cover Live Aid in 1985. And uh, I just wanted to go. You know? well, wow. I wanted, I wanted well, to go. I knew, I knew it was happening in Philly, and I was like, I've got to get tickets for this. Way back then, that's when uh, Ticketmaster operated out of Sears. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I didn't get a press pass or anything. I wanted to go as a fan, but I talked the paper into, like, letting me cover it as well. Sure. But I still needed to get tickets. And so I badgered, like, the spokesperson for Ticketmaster that I used to deal with saying, what are tickets going on? I can't tell you. I can't. Finally, one day she was like, well, might not be a good idea to be over there uh, Friday around noon. So I, <laughs> so I like told wow. my boss, I've got to go. And I just zipped in my car down to Sears. I'm thinking, nobody's going to be there. I'm going to be the first one to get tickets. I'm going to be right there. I get up to, to the ticket counter, and there's one woman, older woman, standing in front of me saying, I'd like two tickets for air supply, please. <laughs> and I'm sitting there tapping my foot like, may I hurry up? And she's like, no, I don't want those seats. I want that. She took so long by the time I got up there. I got there was tickets, an incident. But I was way, way the heck back there, you know. Yeah. But, but still, I was there. And I went because I wanted to see that Led Zeppelin reunion. Sure. You know? Wow. Well, the us, now, that you've, now that you've let that cat out of the bag, can you come back next week? <laughs> After I covered Live Aid, uh, then in September, I, I, I told them, well, gee, since I did that one, you, you've got to send me to Farm Aid. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to see the first Farm Aid concert as well. Oh, wow. man. That's awesome. Have wow. you ever interviewed Willie Nelson? Uh, Have you ever had the opportunity? Once when uh, Willie was coming in to play the Warner, I tried really hard to set up an interview with them and they just weren't getting back to me. I kept leaving messages for the police. I need to get a hold. I finally just had to write my story anyway. Yeah. Back then, uh, I think I wrote it on a Monday night. Our deadline was Tuesday for Thursday showcase. But then uh, Tuesday, after I'd already written my story, the phone rings and the guy on the phone says, Hello, Dave, this is Willie Nelson. I heard you were trying to get a hold of me. <laughs> 
Wow. I'm like, oh, yes, Willie, yes, yes. And I'm sitting there. Can you hold, please? <laughs> so wow. I did, did an interview with Willie him off Nelson the top of my head trying to like jot the notes down and had them kill the other story and completely wrote another one. Wow. And then the one, one other funny story that I, I tell a lot of people, because uh, I can't believe this happened. To, when, when Ozzy Osbourne was coming back in the day, they had a phone interview set up with Ozzy. But it was on my day off, so I, I came to the paper and just sat there and waited and waited. Nothing, nothing, no phone call at all. I thought, well, figures Ozzy blew me off. <laughs> so I, so I, I go home, and about half an hour later, the phone rings, and uh, my, my wife, Ginger, answered the phone, and she's like, she's like, Dave, it's Ozzy Osbourne for you. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my Didn't think I was going to hear that today. Wow. Wow. Could you you understand him, Dave? Not entirely. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely spoke more Aussie than English. (laughs) I love that more Aussie. David, thank you for coming on the show today. We so appreciate you. You really are a legend in the A14. And so many musicians are very, very thankful for all the all that you have done in you know in the music scene here. You know, we got to take Jack now. Jack is the man. <laughs> Jack, now. I took over <laughs> from him. I'm, I'm so glad Jack is carrying it on. I, yes. I am. I I really hoped when I retired. Okay, they'll just hire somebody else and they'll keep all this going. And it just, it didn't, uh, it didn't, as you yeah. know, it didn't really work With out COVID that way. And all that, yeah, yeah. But thank well, you so much for carrying that oh, on. It's it's really important. My pleasure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, David. Like, like I said, Jack is the. What are we going to call you, Nurse? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jack. Nurse. Doctor Rock, Nurse Jack. <laughs> I'm just joking, Jack. And I, I know we're running out of time. You've seen me. You've seen me in drag. I don't know if you want. No, that. It, it is. It's Doctor Rock and Nurse a beer. <laughs> That's more like it. To be fair, and, and here's, here's the true story of how I okay. came up with the name, by the way. I'll just tell, yes, I'll share this. But, but I created it at the other paper in, in Chicago Heights. And and we, I was like, I need a name for this column but because I just didn't want it to be under my name. I thought it would be more mysterious and fun if it was under an anonymous thing. So I can say this now. But uh, it went with my, my wife. We sat around a, 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 a park, a big national park that we were at, sitting there smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> trying... Trying to dream up a name, and uh, what could that have been? Then we, and then I realized that uh, we were big Doctor Who fans. I was like, oh yeah, instead of Doctor Who, Doctor Rock. Yeah, let's let's, let's do it that way. So that's how it started. That's how it started. So that's a great story. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Jack, you got to get a good. What? Excuse me, but do you recall meeting? Uh, I don't Dr. recall. <laughs> I'm sure, though, uh, Dave, I'm sure it was at Norbs. It had to be at Norbs. I grew up with the Krasinskis. Oh, yeah, I was right in that. I played in a band called The Scam when they were doing it. We played at Norbs a couple of times. It had to be there. Um, we're going to we're going to get some Prevagen for Jack. <laughs> Maybe Every, they could be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that and depends, Jack. <laughs> well, thanks, David, for coming on the show. We appreciate you. You sure. you are quite the legend. Thank you. This was a blast. And please, so everything you said about me being a legend, please tell that to my kids. Okay. okay. So, yes. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> Well, our second tune, we've decided to do this Throwback Thursday. Yes. I am looking at a CD right now. <laughs> right? When was the last time you there saw one is, of those? There is a monkey on the front of this CD. Yeah. And he's covering his ears. Yes. So who would that be? Well, it would be a group that uh, Dr. Rock wrote about many times. I'm sure. Listed his gigs yeah. back in the day. <laughs> Uh, yep. And I know those four cats on the back of the CD. Yeah. Uh, yep, this one is Hear No Evil. I see no gray hairs on these guys either. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's from it's from 2003. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of those guys, I, I work with several of these guys still. Yeah, they, they had so much hair then. <laughs> but I'm right behind them, so it's okay. It's so Kirk, intro, Kirk, Kirk from Hear No Evil plays in... Phoenix Rising now, right along with Tommy Denning and Tom Denning, yeah, yep. and so. and um, and and what what happened was um, they actually went on a hiatus for a little bit. 
because their their bass player and singer Bill the Cat Williams. Oh, Bill got, passed. Yeah, yeah passed he got, away. He, yeah. he yeah he passed away. So they took a little bit of a break and then they recruited. Uh, Chuck Norris's brother. Yes, Chuck Norris is in this band. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Not that Chuck Norris, though. Okay. Oh. The, the real Chuck Norris. Uh, so then they recruited his brother, Dan Norris. Yeah. And then they, they, they played it as Hear No Evil for a while. And, uh, well, Chuck wanted to retire. He, he wanted to get out of music for a little while, take a break. And so Dan and Tom and Kirk and then Tom's wife, Karen, they went on to, to form Phoenix Rising. Yeah. And so in the great group of musicians playing classic rock and, and modern rock as are they, well. Are they playing this weekend? Yeah, I, they are Saturday at South Erie, yep. Turner's, I believe. Yep. Cool. Let's, yeah, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is Hear No Evil. This is their, their first track off of their self-titled album called Love Shine Down. This was recorded at Diecaster Studios here in Erie, PA in 2003.
That tune brings back great memories. That was a, that was definitely a sound. Love shine. Hear no evil. Yes. Rock stars. Rock yeah. stars. So Kirk's playing this Saturday. Kirk and Tom. Yep. And Dan and uh, Tom's wife, Karen. They're Phoenix Rising. Phoenix and Rising. South Theory Turners. I wonder if we get them to play that tune. <laughs> you know, I can ask. You I'm not know. sure if that's on their. <laughs> that's not on the list. Hey, Jack. Speaking of lists, can you can you get to your look at his list, guys? Me, me, me. La it, it, la la. Hey, Tito. Vocal cords. He does like what you do. What's that? He highlights, highlights everything. everything. <laughs> Tito, do you highlight everything, Tito? He'll, he'll, that's an inside. He used to hand me a set list. Inside reference. That's inside joke from Waller as a sound man when I would play. It was usually like my fourth gig of the weekend. So I say, I'm going to circle all the reverb songs. And eventually I just circled the whole set. <laughs> and, and, and then he quit circling everything. I'm like, there's no circles. He's like, yeah, just on everything. Well, see, I, I use a highlighter too, but not as much as you, Jack. Right. Well, you know, the highlighter really brings it out yeah. when I'm reading the list. Yeah. It matches his eyes. Well, you, April 21st, there are 19 gigs. Yeah, 19 Are we gigs. rocking out the 814 or what? We, we're doing it. We got a great scene here, guys. Yes, I'm telling we do. you. Anyway, let's get started here at Altered State Distillery. Uh, is that Ellie Vahey? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I uh, love her. Yeah, we got Doug Phillips, Ellie Vahey, and Craig Stevens at 7 p.m. Uh, the Doug Phillips Ensemble. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Big Bar, Dinah and the gang, Gypsy Heart at 6 p.m. right around the corner from us. Uh, over at Bullfrog Bar... We've got Lucky Dog, and that is a, a debut show for them. Do you Lucky know Dog. of anybody that's in Lucky Dog? I do know of somebody, and it's a birthday. Whose is it? It's Jack Belchick's birthday. Oh, Jack. Happy birthday. Jack. Jack. He's the best. He always gets his shows in. Um, let's go to the Cork 1794, Danny and the Daddios Danny at 7 p.m. Danny and the Daddios are getting around, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, that's their home gig, yeah. and they love them there, and they, they do a great job. Cool. Uh, over at the Colony Pub and Grill, we got Acoustic Jukebox at 6 p.m. David and Trevor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, from the French Kiss guys. Uh, so... Uh, let's see here. Doc Holidays, we've got Bucked Up at 8 p.m., Country Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Erie Distillery, one of my favorites. Oh, <laughs> no, not again. Jack Stevenson Acoustics <laughs> at 6.30 p.m. And uh, then at the Erie Elks Club, we've got Fat Cat Freddy at 7 p.m. Irish Cousins, one of Josh Walter's other groups, Altered Egos. Yes. We, yeah, we talked about them. We talked about yeah, them. Yeah, last week. That's the one with, that he does with like his friend's kids. Uh, his friend's kid yeah. and, their, and his yeah. friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're really the good. younger group. Um, Jekyll and Hyde's, that's a to-be-determined still. Um, King's Rook Club, two groups. Uh, Vibe and Direct with special guest Funkademic, and that's Eric Brewer's gang, Ralphie Redinger, and that guy. Oh, Ralphie. I love Ralphie. <laughs> At 8 p.m. Uh, last shot, we got Rick McGee and the Roadhouse Rockers with special guest. The Bluescasters. The Bluescasters, yeah. Wow, that's right a on. blast. Good to from hear the from past. them again. Yes. So, Lavery Brewing Company, BB2, that's the Blues Beaters duo. Mm-hmm. It's an outdoor show, so weather permitting, guys. Uh, I talked to Antoine about that one. Um, Oasis Pub, Rankin and Shell, 6 p.m. Our buddy Chip there. Uh, Philly on the Rocks, five bands with an 8 p.m. start. We got Lil Marie, Naughty Frog. I've I've met a few of those. (laughs) Uh I'll I'll tell you, I saw them not too long ago. They were fantastic. Naughty Frog. I I still got to get one of their shirts. Cool. Uh, also, Optimistic Apocalypse, uh, Grimace, and then Rhythm Inc. Mm. All right, is uh, the five bands there. Raskiller Cafe, Crankenstein with special guest Hooligans Holiday. That starts at 7 p.m. Room 33 Speakeasy, right up the street from the headquarters here. Tommy Link Acoustics. At 7 p.m. At the Sandbar, we have Scarred Like Us and Anthropic. That starts at 9 p.m. And then finally, over at the Ugly Tuna is Mike Edgerly on acoustics at 6 p.m. And that is our list. <sighs> That's a for lot Friday. going on. So how many of those are you going to, Jack? I play, so yeah. probably just 10. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, guys, it is Autism Awareness Month, and we are so blessed to have Tito DeWolf on the show today. Tito's been in the scene in the A14 for years. I believe he said he was 18. Well, you know what? (laughs) Let's talk about this trip, Tito, into music from a saxophone to a six string. (laughs) Help me. Wait, 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 wait. What? I I prefer to call him a saxophone. A saxophone. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, That's Waller. A blue light sponsor right there. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds tasty. But yeah, you were taking saxophone lessons, and next thing you know, you were, you were on the guitar. Oh, yeah. Well, I was in, I was actually in, not just taking lessons, I was in the band. You know, I was a band nerd in uh, junior high and everything. So then I heard the Beatles. Were you on the football field too? No. As a band nerd? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. So this I, is I got so away. much. I said, I was such a nerd, they wouldn't even let me on the field with a saxophone. Yikes. That's how, I, I wasn't even get away from the football. That's for, for for me. So yeah, but anyway, I got I, I I was playing saxophone, doing pretty well with it, and then uh, I heard the Beatles. <clears throat> I already loved Zeppelin and you know Pink mm-hmm. Floyd and ACDC and bands like that. But uh, as a kid, something about hearing the Beatles just made me have to buy a guitar. So I went to my mom. I think it was fifteen, maybe, and I just said, uh, "It's time." I, I'm getting. Re- I'm dumping the saxophone. <laughs> you said, "Look no, here, look no, here, I, woman." I have a serious question. Okay, Tito, do you remember the song that was that? Like f- for me, I remember. I, I played piano and stuff like that. Like and the I just, first song that made like me like the song that's like click. I gotta get a guitar. I think maybe, and it's probably not a song that you would think I would say, but I think maybe Norwegian Wood. I could see that. I, I could see that. Sure. I had, I went, that was like, because the first Beatles album I had was actually the uh, the double, the red double uh, Greatest Hits album. Yeah. Okay. So when my buddy hooked me up with that, I was like, I kind of like was falling in love with it. And I think I think that was the song where it just that I gravitated to originally. Hit, yeah. Originally, yeah, yeah. Um, but whatever, for whatever reason, I'm one of the billion people that can say that, you know, that <laughs> sure. you know, the Beatles are the reason I, hey. I'm doing what I'm doing. I hear that's a good club to be in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Jack, just... aren't you in that club? Yes, I've heard of the Beatles. They're, uh, they're uh, quite popular. Yeah, they're quite, well, they've done well for themselves. You know, they've the carved world, their little niche out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world headquarters has lots of Beatles right? in it. So let's talk about your journey with one of the most stellar nonprofit organizations in this town, the Gertrude Barber Center. Okay, uh, well, that's really kind of the only work I ever wanted to do outside of music. So I kind of always knew I'd end up doing something, not necessarily there, but someplace with uh, special needs kids. It just kind of always spoke to me. So uh, when the opportunity rose, uh, you know, I, I took it, and I'm very happy to have taken it. And uh, they paired me up with the Jonathan who we'll probably talk about, you sure. know, who I've written yeah. an album. Yes. I've written sure. an original album about my relationship with him. And uh, I work with uh, several kids, but uh, I'm with him five days a week. So I, I, as a musician, you know, just sharing basically my life with him for over the last, you know, six years. And you bring um, him into Guitar Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've met John John with Tito when I used to work there. Sure, sure. We, well, they, we, they one like of the things, come in and... we walk at the mall, so yeah, I, of course, you know. And, and we got to watch him in Guitar Center. He gets a little excited in there. There's a lot of stuff but, to grab. But, but he, he loves so the musical I. instruments. So now. do I. It's expensive. It's, Me too, Jack. It's expensive mm, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so did you start six years ago with John John? Was that a yeah. daily, daily thing with uh, John John? Yeah, approximately six years ago, yeah. And it was the first... Um, Waiver client I was paired with actually was John, John, John. So it was just kind of worked out. I don't know, like the grand design of things, whatever. So while you're in your own head and you're with John, John, you decide, okay, I think I think I could put together some songs like cheesy pizza, <laughs> things oh like that. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like I was like, <laughs> yes, like, I know like, what like, mean. like I listened to the album, loved every tune, uh, though you. cheesy pizza was my favorite because <laughs> I, I do favorite. love cheesy pizza. <laughs> I was I was driving off, off from uh, Planet Fitness today, this morning, <laughs> yes. and I'm cutting across the parking lot. Bad the song mall, to hear. And there's the geese. The geese. <laughs> oh, the geese. <laughs> Jerry and Gary geese. <laughs> I immediately thought of the song. Jerry and Gary. Yeah. Well, Jerry and Gary, that's a good example. Like Jerry and Gary, um, for years I had said to John, uh, we'd see two geese, uh, you know, at the mall or something. And we'd go to Brown's Farm or wherever. 
and we'd see two geese who look exactly the same, right? And they kind of always travel in pairs. So it was always funny for him, you know. So I said, "How how the heck did they get here?" Before oh us? my gosh! You know, like, and I just called them Jerry and Gary Geese, and and then we'd all I'd always say, "Oh, who is that?" And he'd say, "Jerry and Gary Geese." So that was a thing for years. So then when I got the idea to That's, write the album, of course, a song on there would be Jerry and Gary Geese, a, a song about two geese. I imagine them as two cantankerous geese who are best friends. <laughs> they are cantankerous, but they, though. Yeah, but they, they are. But they argue, but but they really love each other. And <laughs> and that really all they do all day is follow John John and I around. <laughs> Eerie. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, yeah, so there's a couple songs on there. There's actually Jerry and Gary Geese, and there's the Jerry and Gary Geese lullaby where they're going to, to yeah. sleep for the night and they're saying, oh, we'll, we'll follow them around tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, and they're great songs. Oh, I they mean, are. they're great songs. And an, an adult can listen to them yes. and, and just enjoy it. And really that was important out. to yeah. me. Yeah. I, I didn't Aww. Very listenable. I didn't want it to be like, again, like when I, when I did this, I was very inspired to do it. So, like, it was very much an artistic expression right. of my relationship with him. It was very real. Like, I didn't yeah. want it to be, like, it, there was nothing like, I can just like crap out, you know, three chord songs and, you know, I, this sure. was like, no, well, no, this is all I cared about. Like for two years of my life, this is all I cared about. Like, wow. it was just, yeah. this is what mattered to me. Full stop. You know, well, you right. can tell, I yeah. mean, you can tell. And has John listened to the album? Well, John, not, not only has he listened to it, he was there for the, he's one of the only people who really knew about it as it was happening. So, um, that was one of the things that was so special about it because he, he's verbal, but he's not verbal enough to go home and tell his parents about it. So he can't go home and say, hey, hey, mom, dad, I'm really excited about this album that Tito is writing or whatever about our, you know, our adventures. Um, but he is able to like express that he's excited about it. He's able to finish lyrics when you, when you sing it with them. And even as it went, like I, one of the things that drove me the entire time was I'd, I'd write a song about something like it could be cheesy pizza. That's his favorite thing in the world to say. So he says it, cheesy pizza, cheesy pizza. He says it <laughs> over and believe me, I've heard yeah. it a gazillion yes. times. And, you know, I, when I wrote the song, Cheesy Pizza, you know, it was like where it's just kind of singing that over and over. I knew he was going to love it. So I was so excited. And then this might just be a demo on my phone or whatever with an acoustic guitar. But I'd be excited to, like, pick him up in the morning and be like, oh, John's going to love this one, you know. Right. So it was like he was uh, very much a part of the process in, in that regard with all of it. And there's not a song on the album that can't be directly tied back to. You know, I didn't fill it out with anything. It's it's 100% real things that we've experienced and inside jokes and, and things that I kind of would joke about with him over the course of the last six years. Man, how great is that? Yeah. That, is that is awesome. And, you know, I, I do have a behavioral health background. And when you can work with a guy like Tito, who's working with a guy, when the guard, their guard is down, they're comfortable. And that's when you can affect the person so much. And you, I can just imagine yeah. your guy's relationship is fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says uh, the, the name of the album is uh, Everyone Needs a Friend. A musical tale of two best buds named John, John, and Tito. All right. Where so, can they get this, Tito? Uh, well, you can go to www.everyoneneedsafriendalbum.com. Perfect. Uh, you can hear it for free up there. I do have a, a limited amount of signed CDs to, to sell or whatever. but And 10% uh, of those proceeds go back to BNI and John, John's name. But, uh, oh, great. Wow. But, um, but if you just want to listen to it or learn more about it, even on the website, if you click on the Inside the Songs uh, uh, tab, and if you really want to dive deep, you can see how on the website, how each individual song directly links back to our personal relationship. So you can see the lyrics, you can hear the songs. You can also see exactly why the, the story. Song, yeah. Why it exists. Yeah, the story. Right. Right. And how it, how it directly applies to my relationship with John. Yeah. That just makes my heart just. I got kind of a chill. You, yes. <laughs> I'm kind of like all warm and fuzzy. I am. <laughs> You know what? We do need to listen to "Different Is Bad." Uh, different isn't bad. So this isn't is, uh, bad. Different isn't bad. Yeah, different is is bad. <laughs> For us, that's a different is. album. That's a, that's that's a punk rock version. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Different isn't bad. Parentheses. Everyone needs a friend. Oh. Yes. From the si album of this title, "Everyone Needs a Friend" by James Tito DeWolf. That's right. Different isn't bad. 
Sometimes the best friends you'll ever have Well, they call them different, they call them special But they're just your friends If everyone was the same Well, that would be pretty lame There'd be nothing to do that you weren't used to Yeah, it would really be a shame From Everyone Needs a Friend, Different Isn't Bad, Tito. Fantastic stuff. I loved it. Thank you. Aww. Thank you so much. And if you listen to the album, just make sure you pick up Cheesy Pizza. Cheesy Pizza. <laughs> can I, can I just drop the website? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's just www.everyoneneedsafriendalbum.com. And it's all free to listen to up there. And there's CDs available and tons of information about that. And it's, it's on... Like Spotify and oh yeah yeah you can and stream YouTube it on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. Apple all the all the regular you know streaming cool platforms. Tito how about the i nineties is there anything coming up for you or is that what do I you love got the i nineties yeah I mean you know I love all the other stuff but you you do rock and roll too <laughs> yeah it's a little different vibe from uh, everyone needs a friend but, uh, how many children, I won't do what you tell me songs do the i nineties play in their uh, show. Well, we do do Peaches by uh, oh. Presidency of the United States of America. Does that count? Yeah, yes, I think it, it does. does. Okay, and then there a lot, some Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Does that count? Or, nice. Okay, okay. Hey, how's that one go, Tito? Um, yeah. I so won't we're do playing, what you tell me. So we're anyway, we're playing May 6th at uh, Tavern <gasps> 618. Oh, down yeah. in uh, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, which is a super easy drive. From, it really, from I announce them every time when they, are, when they yeah, post a, their gigs a, here. It's a wonderful Live music venue too. It's great stage, sounds great in there. I mean, we've had amazing shows. I'm gonna have to get me and you and Connie and Duke and Brian. We need to like yeah road trip it. We need a road trip. It's it's awesome. It's worth it's worth the 50 minute drive. Right on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got Saturday's gigs. Saturday's gig list. Saturday, April 22nd. 18 gigs to report on. Wow. So uh, let's start at the top. 
with the letter A, Altered State Distillery. We've got the Tiger Maple String Band. That's at 7 p.m. Right around the corner here at Big Bar, we have Dan Bainey's group, Refuge. Uh, Ryan Kreischeck's in that also. Remember, he was a guest? Oh, yes. That's at 6 p.m. At the Colony Pub and Grill, we have Katie and Jack again. That's Jack Belsick. It's his birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All righty. At the City Gallery, we have Lily Gamble at 1.30 and Oliver Peugeot at 3.30. They're doing their Earth Day celebration show. Uh, Erie Distillery, we've got dual identity. Because it is Earth Day. It is? It is Earth Day on Saturday. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. So there, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erie Distillery, dual identity uh, at 630. Erie VFW, number 470, out on West 26th Street. We've got Ange and Shaney at 7 p.m., their acoustic duo. At the Fulton Club, some of my favorites, the, the Geek Geeks. Army, yeah. Terry Rich, the whole gang. Oh, yes. Professor Grimes. 8 p.m., and it's open to the public. So uh, it's pretty fun there. Uh, Holy Grounds Coffee House, we have Susie and Byron Chertick, and uh, they're going to be playing some acoustics. Jekyll and Hyde's Gastro Pub, we've got, holy Moses, four bands here. Zahara, Do Not Call List, Less Than Expected, and Turtle at 9 p.m. All righty. King's Rook Club, Wizard's Sleeve, and Logan B's Dirty Leaf. That starts at 8 p.m. Over at the Oasis Pub, BB2, Blues Beaters Duo, uh, and that starts at 7 p.m. Over at Philly on the Rocks, we keep saying we got to have a show there. Yes. Eden on Fire, Amy. Amy. And the Hallow Society and Tempest. Go, girl. That's at 9 p.m. My buddy Ed. Shout out to my buddy Ed and Tempest. All yes. right, Ed. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, Pineapple Eddie, to be determined, their music starts at 6 p.m., goes till 8 over at the Raskeller Cafe, Shoreline. Some of the guys that played in yeah. Jackson Station uh, with me playing Shoreline. And a uh, couple of the guys from um, the Fabulous Leftovers. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. One of the Tim, guys from, Tim, yeah, Tim's in that one. Yeah, so Shoreline, 7 p.m. I will, I'll, I'll probably be at that one. Uh, room 33 Speakeasy right up the street here is the V Band or Two Blue. That's, um, um, uh, one or the other bands is going to be playing there. Dave Van Amberg, there was a little mix-up, so one or the other will be there at 7 p.m. Uh, South Erie Turners, Phoenix Rising, that's where we Woo-hoo. just played one of the songs from Hear No Evil. Then at the Sunflower Club, we have Flight. And Flight, 9 p.m. And we're doing a birthday shout-out for uh, Scott. Scott on Thursday, tomorrow. Happy birthday, uh, Scott. Scott video. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Scott. I'm go- I'll go see go them, Scotty. too. Go, Scotty. It's your birthday. Uh, Scotty. Yes. It's your birthday. And then finally, at the Wesleyville American Legion, we've got Rock Avenue at 7 p.m., a great <laughs> classic rock group. Lots going That's on it, man. this weekend. For, hey. the, for the full list, guys, uh, that was just a partial list. Go to the uh, www.the2manhappyhour.com. You can get the list right there, 100% free. Hey, uh, has anybody had a Kitsy sighting? Oh. Is there? No? I yes? I don't know if we. I? <laughs> the crickets. <laughs> That could Is be. he flying up this weekend? I don't know. He did say it, something about selling the pontoon boat and heading this way. I uh-huh. saw he selling the pontoon. Well, wow. you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry. We're going to have Kevin Kleino on the show today, but we've run out of time. Oh, Kevin, next time, buddy. <laughs> You know, you can join us every Thursday at 5 to get all the scoop on the local music scene. It's the twomanhappyhour.com. Catch the show or get your weekend listings. The live music chat can be found wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Google, Apple Play, or whatever. And you know, next week on the show, it's all about the funnies. Ooh, oh, do, yeah. do tell. Yeah, we got Bobby Borgia from Keller's. Oh, He's coming on. All right. He's gracing us at the two-man happy hour world headquarters. <laughs> and Aaron Forsyth. Who, oh. has, who has jumped in to comedy. So we got to talk to him about that, too. Lots more shenanigans, as always. Good times. Now, I always end the show with a great quote. It's from an artist who left this earth way too soon. He always hosted charity events and raised tons of money and awareness for so many causes. Also a master storyteller, Harry Chapin. Oh, 
I love Harry. Yeah. You know, and he said, quote, to know is to care, to care is to act, to act is to make a difference. So go on out there, make a difference. You know, it's National Volunteer Month, too, so you might want to get out and give a little something Perfect. to someone or something. Help others. I could and tell you a good Harry Chapin story. Oh, great. Get All on right, in there, real quick. David. This I, is I, why we bumped Kevin. Dr. Rockus. <laughs> <laughs> I went, well, I went to college at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. Good for you. That was oh, one of Harry Chapin's uh, favorite places to play, and he did a benefit for hunger every year. Back then, he would you know way before all this stuff ever happened. He was always doing benefits yes. to raise. He he would come in and play, and there would be tons of local champagne bands to open up for him. But because it was in a kind of a relatively small venue, you had to get there really early to try to squeeze in because everybody wanted to see Harry Chapin. And uh, once so one year, I got there like really early. I'm sitting up there like in the stands. It was like an old basketball arena so yeah. sitting on a hard bench at like noon he's not going to play till six or seven Ugh. watching like the local local bands and i'm like i turn around i look and there's harry chapin he's sitting right up in the stands like to listen to the local bands. oh bands. my god wow and, and awesome. hang out with everybody well you know uh, i look back and i remember the exact day that I heard that Harry Chapin was in that automobile accident Man. on the interstate. And it's funny because, you know, his wife said he gave everything away. Yeah. She said, he, I think he owed people money by the time he was done. But he was the first person to ever go to D.C. to make people aware of hunger. Wow. In the U.S. of A. Man. He was a great, hey. great guy. Legends and heroes, right? That's the, how, what better way to end the show, Nat? Great quote. Yep. And we got two legends and heroes here that are doing their best, always helping out the community. Yes. So. Let's just make sure we tell everybody, keep giving back in the 814. Right on. Groovy. Good night, everybody. Good night.